All right, guys, a lot of dads lose their cool when they're parenting. And we yell because it feels like it's the only way for our kids to listen to us. But we almost always regret it. So if you wish you had a better way to put your foot down, you want to download the new podcast roadmap. We went back, found the 10 episodes that are going to train you to stop losing your temper. You listen to them in order, you let the lesson sink in, and within 10 days, you're going to start to be that calm, level-headed guy that your wife and kids respect. So head to thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. It's simple to use, it's free, and everyone in your house is going to be better for it. Thedurabledad.com backslash roadmap. This is the Durable Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Geary. This show is going to give you the skills and tools you need to be a rock-solid man for your work, your community, and most importantly, your family. All right, what's up, guys? Episode number five here. In this episode, we're going to talk about going into fix-it mode, how dudes have this tendency to want to fix other people's problems. You can think of your relationship with your partner, and when they come to you with some type of issue, how quickly you go to give advice about what they should do, what they should try out, and usually... When we do that right away, it isn't met with a tighter bond, uh, more of a connection. And that's what we're going after. We want relationships, whether it's with our friends or our wives or our kids or our parents that are supportive and it feels like a team and it feels like we're all moving in the same direction. Before we fix and drive forward, we have to connect. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about why fix-it mode doesn't work. And the first reason is that the person that we're connecting with usually isn't looking for advice. Unless they're asking for it directly or you're being called in to be a consultant or an expert at something, the person probably isn't looking for advice when they open up about a problem or an issue they're having. We don't know what's best for other people, and if we go into fix-it mode right away, our solutions usually don't land, and it kind of shuts the other person down when we just try to offer advice right away. For example, I have this one buddy who's single, and whenever we're together with him, we're offering him dating advice, me included. Like, you should change your profile picture on Bumble, or after you go on this first date with a girl, this is how you should respond and play it. And this is coming from a place of love, wanting to help, wanting to help our buddy find a relationship and get married and live happily ever after. But when we're offering this advice, You can see him nodding, smiling, agreeing, maybe even saying that he'll try these things out. And at the same time, you know that there's a disconnect. He's like, these guys don't get it. These guys don't understand what I'm really going through. And that's where we disconnect from 
the relationships that we have. So why doesn't it work? Why doesn't it work when we try to solve other people's problems right away? When we go into fix-it mode, we're not acknowledging that we understand that they are where they are. When someone opens up to you, they want to be validated. And think about fixing a broken drain in your house. Before you start ripping out the pipes, you need to assess the current situation. And it's the same thing with a person. For example, so you can think about running around with your kids all day. You're running errands, you're going to kids' events and activities, and by the end of the day, you're driving home, you've been with them all day, the kids are at each other's neck, they're tired, you're tired, you're getting frustrated and angry, and when you get home, the kids go inside and you tell your wife about it. You tell her where you are right now, and... If she's like, well, usually if you pack snacks, that helps the second half of the day. Or if you plan your day ahead and make sure that you're taking the most efficient route and get ahead of this stuff, that usually helps too. And the kids aren't in the car as long. And you're like, that's not what I need to hear right now. What's going on here is that you're in this place of frustration, thinking that this has been a long day and you're wife is wanting to solve that problem for you. But what would be more helpful before we figure out how we're going to do better the next time is validating where we're currently at. So whether it's this scenario with your wife validating you or we could flip-flop the situation and your wife comes home after a crazy day with the kids, what's going to be more helpful is validating where they are. And by that, I mean empathizing, connecting with, I get it, I've been there before. And my wife listens to this parenting podcast with this doctor, Dr. Becky, and she talks about this with our kids. Before we can teach them, before we can give them advice and learn, we have to validate their situation. We have to tell them that we see them, we hear them. So What does that look like? I kind of already said it, but in the situation with you running around with your kids all day and getting home, if your wife just stopped and listened, let you unload all the frustration that happened throughout the day, and then said to you, hey, I get it, I understand, I've been there, and asked you a question, how can I help? What do you you need right now? That's going to connect us. That's going to make you feel seen and heard, right? We don't need advice right away. All right, so that's the first way that fix-it mode doesn't really work. And the second way is when we don't want the other person to feel bad. Like, we'll jump into fix-it mode because the other person is feeling frustrated or embarrassed or disappointed, and we want them to feel better. I want to shed some light on why this is the case. So I'm going to talk about emotions for a second. And I've talked about them in a couple of the other episodes, and I'll probably dedicate an episode or more episodes to emotions because they're super powerful when we start to understand them a little bit more. But what you need to know for this fix-it mode is that human beings don't want to feel uncomfortable. 
Human beings don't want to feel sad. They don't want to feel ashamed, embarrassed, disappointed. And when we feel it in ourselves, we usually numb it out. We usually bottle it up or avoid it. And when we see another person feeling these uncomfortable emotions, that's when we go into fix-it mode. What we're really trying to fix with our suggestions and our advice is how the other person is feeling. And I think this is particularly evident with the people closest to us, our kids, our parents, our wives. And we tend to have this belief that if they feel better, then we'll feel better. For example, my wife a few months ago was going through a tough time at her job. The company was going through some organizational changes and her job kind of changed and the scope changed and she was feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, stressed, kind of isolated. All these things were happening at work that were changes and honestly, they kind of sucked. And when she would tell me these things after work, I would have the urge to tell her, you should email this person, you should try to do this instead. And I've been down that road before. And when I have offered advice right away, when she's going through a tough time, her face kind of just goes blank. And she nods and she says, thanks, I appreciate it. But you can tell that what I'm saying isn't helping. So in that moment, what I'm trying to do, or in that moment, my urge to offer advice is all based on, I want her to feel better. I want her to figure it out. And if I did offer advice and she wasn't taking it, I'd be like, come on, what are you talking about? Like, I just gave you the solution. Let's go. Let's move forward. And she's not there yet. So instead of trying to change how she's feeling and fix her emotions, what I can do is I can listen. And one of the things that I'm really learning over the last year is that my wife can feel any emotion. It's okay if she's sad. It's okay if she's stressed. And even saying it right now, it's a little uncomfortable because we live in a world where we hear happy wife, happy life, and happy spouse, happy house. And I believe that to be true, that when our partners are content and doing well, it's easier for us to feel good. The house is a little more calm. I agree with that. However, when we try to make it our responsibility to make other people happy, that's when it gets a little messy. When That's when we go into fix-it mode. When we don't allow them to have their own emotions, that's when uh, we can really, like, we don't allow them to have their other emotions and it disconnects us from them. So that's the other reason we go into fix-it mode and it's not helpful. We are trying to fix someone else's emotions. And the way to overcome this one is to know that the other person can have their emotions and they can handle it. And again, just like the first point, what you can do instead of offering advice is just listen. For my wife in this scenario with her work, just listen, let understand what she's going through, connect and be like, man, I've been through that before. I 
or I can't imagine what you feel like right now. And then maybe ask like, how can I help? What else is going on that you want to tell me about? That kind of openness and receiving what they're giving you instead of pushing back and trying to fix it is going to be a lot more productive and efficient in creating a relationship that's collaborative and on the same team and ready to move forward and do better things in life. So those are the two reasons that we go into fix-it mode and why fix-it mode doesn't work. One is that people don't want advice and the advice that we give them probably isn't what they really need to hear. And the second one is that we don't want to feel uncomfortable emotions and we don't want other people to feel uncomfortable emotions. So we try to fix them by offering advice and telling them what they can do. And in both scenarios, it disconnects us. And what's better for connection in our relationships, which is so cool and powerful, is listening and understanding and validating the other person because we want to be seen and heard. And it sounds kind of soft, but the guys that I work with, like, that's what it comes down to. We want to be seen. We want to be heard. And that looks like acknowledging emotions, acknowledging thoughts in the other person. So if you want to connect more about relationships, about any of this other stuff that we're talking about, you can find me at TommyGCoaching.com and have an awesome day.